This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, we talked about this earlier on in the program. And if we start just on Friday morning, it goes back before that. But uh, since Friday, as you know, Andrew Weaver spoke with John McComb on his show talking about LNG, talking about his concerns with what he was hearing from the premier. The premier then had a conference call with reporters later on in the day saying, no, I do have good advice. I'm being advised. I'm having these conversations. I haven't changed course. Andrew Weaver then said he was not pleased with some of the comments. He uh, talked to Keith Baldry, some other reporters, about the Premier's response and so on. Well, Martin Brown, who is a former chief of staff to former B.C. Premier Gordon Campbell, as well uh, as uh, an advisor to many uh, party leaders, has written about this at length in the Georgia Strait. And he joins us now to talk a bit more about what is going on. Martin Brown, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me on, Joe. Uh, what is your take then? And, and again, you've written about this if people want to check out uh, the piece in the Georgia Strait. Uh, but when it comes to LNG and what we're hearing from the various party leaders, so where do we stand? Well, I wanted to write this piece. Uh, I equated it to a Russian doll because I wanted to talk about the layers of lies that have been at the root of this debate uh, since Christy Clark's original lie, saying that somehow we would pay off the debt and create hundreds of thousands of jobs and all that other stuff, which was always nonsense, and we knew it in 2013. Uh, but, you know, Andrew Weaver has rightly put this on front and center because John Horgan is now, you know, has been in China trying to, you know, market BC as a place to create new liquefied natural gas. And uh, the basic why is this. You know, we have a legislated uh, requirement to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions by 80% from 2007 levels uh, by 2050. Uh, The NDP want to reduce them, they say, by 40% by 2030. Uh, Well, here's the facts. To, To get from our current level of 64 megatons a year to 12.8 12.8 megatons a year by 2050, we have to, we'd have to reduce our emissions by 80%. Uh, a single LNG plant puts out 10 megatons of greenhouse gases a year, uh, which means you'd have to have a 96% reduction in all other forms of uh, greenhouse gas emissions. It's just, it can't be done. That's a lie. And, Jill, I also want to point out the, the lie that somehow, you know, uh, that we're helping the environment. Uh, we're not helping the environment if we're creating an industry that is all about creating new fossil fuel emissions. Uh, that will also, by the way, only further erode the uh, the price of that product in, in the world. Uh, that is already a glut. There's more of it than the world can handle. Uh, and, you know, it, it is a lie as well that uh, we can do this without a cost uh, to taxpayers or a benefit even to taxpayers. You know, we've, we're going to have to have a carbon tax. Uh, and this is another huge lie. Christy Clark's former uh, climate action uh, leadership team said that, uh, yeah, well, we can do this. LNG vision, but we'd have to increase carbon taxes by $360 a ton uh, by 2050 to do it. Right now, we're only talking about $50 a ton. So, like, it's a lie. And more more importantly, how much do taxpayers want to pay in higher carbon taxes? Uh, do we really want to actually give 25-year tax breaks to the biggest oil and state-run oil companies in the world? 
like uh, John Horgan is currently planning to do. Uh, he's, he's kept in place Christy Clark's regime. So there are so many areas where this policy is dishonest. We haven't had a, an honest public debate, and it's just time, as Andrew Weaver says, that we finally faced up to that fact and did something serious about it. So what do you say to, to John Horgan then saying and maintaining, uh, even on this conference call, that he says he has remained consistent, to that there are the four conditions put forward by the NDP when it comes to LNG? Well, John Horgan has remained, and the NDP has remained consistent in the lie that they have been perpetrating. Uh, and, I, and this is coming from somebody who supported them in the last election and still does. I think Horgan's done a great job for the most part. Uh, but it's true. In the election, he said, look, we can have our cake and eat it too. We can, we can have LNG create all these new emissions, and we'll also, we'll also reduce uh, greenhouse gas emissions. That's exactly what Christy Clark said. So uh, he, he's true it, it, that he hasn't changed his position. He's always been supportive of LNG. He ran on that. Uh, but it's dishonest of him and of his party. And George Heyman, the environment minister, who used to be the head of the Sierra Club, uh, who you know knows this very, very well, you can't do it. Uh, it's, it's dishonest. So uh, what Weaver is saying is, look, we signed a, an agreement, a power-sharing agreement that obliged you the NDP, to cut greenhouse gas emissions to meet our legislated targets. You can't do it if you're out there in China selling LNG. So Oregon is continuing to perpetrate the myth uh, that you can have both, uh, and you can't, uh, not without huge cost to taxpayers, just really to, to substantiate a few, you know, thousand jobs. Do you know, do you know Jill, that uh, after the pipelines and the plants are built, and by the way, the plants are modular, so most of their components are going to come from China and other places in Asia, not from B.C. Uh, the building uh, of the project and of the and of the pipelines, uh, that will be by and large with a mix of foreign and, and domestic labor. As much as 60% of the labor could come from other countries. Uh, and it's just short-lived. Once the plant is up and running, uh, analysis that were done by the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives and others have suggested that you would only have somewhere in the order of 400, 500 permanent jobs directly related to a plant, and you might only have 3,000 jobs. Well, this on an economy that, that has, you know, four and a half million people in it. Uh, it's just, it's peanuts. And what it will do is make it harder for BC to create and market uh, renewable energy. So the jobs myth, Horgan isn't being honest about either. And, uh, and it's just time. You should just fess up to it and say, look, yes, we've said all along on our platform, you can have your cake and eat it too, but you really can't. And we choose clean growth and we choose to honor our legislated commitments, not the opposite. Uh, if he doesn't do that, so we're hearing from Andrew Weaver, and it wouldn't happen right away, but he is saying he's willing to end uh, his agreement uh, to topple the government. Uh, isn't that exactly what John Horrigan, he wouldn't say this, but isn't that exactly what he wants? If that was to happen, there's a very good chance he would get a majority government. Yeah, well, and that's the irony, and I've written other pieces in the Georgia Strait as well on this, because the irony indeed is, George, John Horgan, you know, uh, all, all things considered, he's done a great job. I think the NDP's had a good uh, good launch, uh, and they're they're higher in the polls than they've ever been for a long time. They would win a massive majority, I think, if they went to the polls right now. But the latest opinion polls also show that Andrew Weaver is up, his party's up around 27%. And uh, and uh, and I don't think it's beyond the pale that he would uh, do very very well, uh, and that the Liberals could take this really on the chin. So it, you have this odd situation where you have a minority government hanging by a thread uh, that is based on the Greens. 
balance of power. Uh, but the Greens, uh, if anybody doubts Andrew Weaver's commitment to climate action as his highest impairment, uh, they should give their head a shake. You know, I know a lot of people say that, oh, well, the Greens only really care about proportional representation and getting that new electoral system because it will favor them. Well, they do care about that, but it's certainly not Andrew Weaver's highest calling. It's not why he got involved in politics. Uh, and he would bring down the government if he thought that the government was being uh, dishonest about climate action uh, and, and the agreements that his party has made with it. Uh, Horgan, for his part, I, I think would be all too happy to take up that challenge. So you might have this situation where Horgan doubles down on LNG, you know, gambling, in fact, that a lot of British Columbians, if not most, actually want LNG because they don't know uh, the true facts. You know, a lot of British Columbians have bought into the myth that you can have uh, LNG and also also meet your obligations without any cost, which is crap. So I think uh, Horgan might think, well, we're running high in the polls. The Liberals have just got a new leader uh, who's not very popular. They've got all these problems to defend around ICBC and, you know, money laundering and things like that, that whoever the new leader is, is just going to be up to their eyeballs and in bad news stories trying to defend it. So Horgan might say, sure, sure, uh, Andrew Weaver, let's let's have an election. Uh, and both of them might decide this spring that they want to go to the polls. I would not be surprised at all if that was to happen. Uh, Martin, we're out of time, but I appreciate uh, so much you coming on the show again. The piece is in the Georgia Strait if people want to check it out. Thank you so much and uh, have a great rest of your weekend. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.